What's up, guys? My name is George Marroquin. I am your host, and welcome. I am in Strong Beach, California. Long Beach, California, at a beautiful beach house. Man, you lucky bastard. <laughs> I got next to me very funny comedian, friend of mine, Mr. Manny Maldonado. What's up, man? Kepaso, what? Kepaso. What's up, man? Dude, uh, first, of all, on, man. <laughs> first of all, thank you for inviting me to this beautiful chateau, man. Congratulations on the place. This is awesome, dude. Thank Manny, you, man. Manny just got himself a, a nice place, what, two blocks from the beach? Yeah, two blocks, maybe, uh, maybe a block and a half from the beach. Um, I could I mean, people have been uh, complaining about their year and all that stuff, but I've had a blessed year. I can't complain. You I'm here now. You selling drugs? What the fuck, man? <laughs> that, that, that's, the government doesn't know anything about that, but I'm having a good time, <laughs> and uh, I'm very blessed to be at this uh, nice, beautiful home. You're you are my like my second or third guest, so I'm excited, man. Dude, it's nice, man. You're Thank doing you. good. I like the vibe that you got going on too. It's very. Uh, what was what's the look you're going for? It's like '70s retro I'm, type yeah, thing. Yeah, um, you know, going for the modern vintage. 70s, 80s, kind of, with a little bit of modern dab in there. That's it. So your parents gave you all their furniture. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, my parents are selling stuff on offer up. So this is what the end result is. Mira, mijo, tengo este mueble que en el garage. You know, it's kind of dusty, but it's still nice. It's still nice. <laughs> Anyways, how you been, man? How's everything I've, going? I've dude? been good, man. Like I said, uh, obviously. Luckily, uh, work is starting to pick up again. Um, I've been working. Um, a little bit out of state here. A lot of a lot of underground shows. A lot of people have been asking me how come I don't post as much as on social media because you know I'm afraid to get shows shut down. So what I do is pretty much when I show up to the show, I'll post that I'm in the house or whatever. But yeah, just very underground. It's weird times right now. Brother. Isn't that shit crazy? Like uh, performing comedy right now has become like uh, the new taboo type thing. You know, where like oh we're gonna have a show but nobody knows. Type oh shit. yeah, you know no, this, kinda... this is the new uh, what people would say the. I guess people will define Don't it say back the new normal. I fucking hate that word, the new normal. No, I don't understand. No, no. People would say, like, this is like the new prohibition stuff back in the days when people were getting their, pro- when people were getting their drink on in the when 30s. They're pro-ons. <laughs> the new prohibition times. I don't know what it is, but there's a lot of underground stuff going on right now. It's a lot of hush hush. Yeah, I get it. People are tired. People are tired of all the bullshit. People are, t- people are tired. You know, here's the thing. Look, I, and it's something we can get into actually off the bat right now. Look, let's go. I think. With all this COVID stuff, yes, it's bad, obviously, and, and I feel sorry for all the people that have lost loved ones and all that, but, I mean, honestly, dude, I mean, look, where we live here, it's 7.5 million people out here in LA, in the greater Los Angeles area. I thought just in your car. <laughs> no, not just, just in our parents' car. No, and, we, and, I, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I've been, I haven't been keeping up with the COVID numbers, but I guess 15, like 15 or 16,000 people have lost their life. Now... Dude, there's 7.5 million people here. What, 15, here in Los Angeles? Here in or LA. Just, yeah, in the greater LA, we're, okay, LA, no, LA area. Throughout the whole country, I think it's over 200,000. There is more. Yeah. Just, just right here, 7.5. So, okay, so 15,000 have died out here in LA County. That's sad, yes. But to put everything in a halt as far as our world and life is just been a little too... It's like I get it at first. I understand, you know, people wear, wear masks. And you're supposed to wear your mask. Wear your mask, you know, when you're supposed to. When you go to the store, the restaurant, and all that stuff, you know, just just be safe. I think a lot of people are having a hard time trying to self-regulate. I know how to self-regulate myself. Yeah, everybody, a lot of, a lot everybody's of having don't. that problem, dude. Like, everybody's having that problem of, you know, because you, you get caught up. Oh, my God. You know, we're sitting, like, what was the biggest thing? Me and my girl, we were outside. Mm-hmm. 
and we ate inside a restaurant for the first time ever. I don't know after how many months. It must have felt nice, right? Yeah, it it, fuck it it felt at the same time like if we were breaking the law. Like we were looking around, dude. <laughs> like around. you know, like should, should I order? Shit, you know, are we gonna get tased? You know, <laughs> you know, is that bad? Huh? Yeah, man. But I totally get it. People want to get back to normal, but we do have to be safe, dude. You just gotta be safe and look. And there and there are parts of um, California and actually here in Southern California, you know that that. They do the inside thing, and they're they're having bars or some places open at forty percent capacity inside, not just patio. Because this is, here's the thing: we're in October now, right? Yeah. This is the month of October. Halloween's like a couple weeks away. Like I know, but here's halfway. the thing: you know, people are saying that Halloween is not going to happen. Look, Halloween is going to happen. I feel sorry for the little. Oh hell ones. yeah, it's going to happen. I feel sorry for the little ones that aren't able to trick or treat and all that stuff, but. You know, adults are... Halloween's on a Saturday night for crying out loud. The way I see it, the kids should actually have Halloween. They're already wearing the mask. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, how can you say it's not safe? They're already wearing a mask. They're already at a social distance. Give them the damn candy. Mm. (laughs) But it's just weird that now the the governors... Okay, I know they canceled uh, Cinco de Mayo, St. Patrick's Day, and they're trying to regulate on so many things, but... To at what cost? And I guess the other day he had a press conference saying that now he doesn't want big gatherings. Bitch, we're Latinos. We're going to have big gatherings. <laughs> I, I don't know if you know. No it's ma- mandatory no matter it's what, It's mandatory bro. no matter what. Are you going to cut off the, the, the 15 or 20 people that aren't supposed to go? <laughs> it's freaking family, man. Yeah, they're just in the other room. That's so look, right. everybody, just be safe and all that stuff. But yeah, embrace your family. If you want to go visit your family, go visit them. <laughs> you know, but damn. I mean, and so it just gets to the point where, for example, and this is where the double standard is yeah i just finished performing in sacramento in september where the governor lives at a comedy club no problem they had comedy shows but yet out here in la we can't do shit yeah man that's what i'm saying man just look because it, it, it goes by counties and city officials um to to say yay or nay mm-hmm. so at the end of the day we just have to just go go with the flow but i think the patio outside thing i'm kind of tired of it i mean yes living in southern california it's beautiful. We get to sit outside, but that shit, look, it's going to get cold. It's about to get cold. It's about to get cold. I don't, I want to fucking eat inside. And we can't even talk shit because like, like it's going to get cold, you know, for LA, you know, like, oh my God, it's, it's, it's 70 degrees. You yeah. Know? But like, look at Chicago and all that stuff. It's yeah, gonna no, it's going to get there. cold, man. It's like, look, let us eat inside at least. And cause look, a lot of people are going to lose businesses and I feel sorry for those fucking businesses. Fucking many, man. I pressed the button on your ass, man. You did because look, here's the thing. Out here where I live. Um, luckily, and I'll take you there afterwards, we're done with this interview later on. All right. Um, there's plenty of things to do out here. There's, um, it's a little bit more of a, a free, a free city, but yet there are some regulations, but I, but everything's outdoors. And, and I know a lot of these businesses and I support local businesses like crazy. A lot of these businesses are going to hurt when, uh, they say you can't eat outside. Cause you're right. It's going to get, it's going to get chilly out here. Yeah, it's going to get chilly st- out here. Yeah, it's going to get stupid. I, as long as everybody plays the... Plays by the rules, I think we'll be okay. But, you know, hopefully, like for somebody like me that, you mm-hmm. know, I'm always touring, I'm always on the road. Right. Like, it, it's, you know, hopefully it'll get back to norm, but it's going to take a while. So yeah, and, you know, for for the listeners that don't know, I mean, I've Kush and I have known each other for damn near over 15 how, or 16 years. How long have I known you for? About man? 16 I was years. about to ask you. That was the next question I was going to ask you. I, I want to say we met in 2000, uh, gosh, uh, maybe four Maybe around there, 2004. 2004 is when I started doing comedy. So I, I think I met you maybe a year after you started doing comedy. I think like comedy. about a year, two years after. So maybe, maybe, 2000, maybe 2006-ish. That's when I was uh, uh, booking that one Latin show, whatever. I don't even like mentioning it, but that, that was the book of that stir-fried bean thing, whatever show oh, that, yeah, from that dude. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. how I met you. Okay, yeah. so yeah, that was 2006 then. Yeah. So, we, uh, you know, George and I have known each other since 2006. 
And look, he travels a lot. He's he's been he's been busy. I only go out of town once or twice a month, mm-hmm. which is still fine for me. But look, I mean, we miss traveling. We miss performing. Hopefully, that will come back to normal uh, by twenty twenty one. We hope that's that's our M- miss being myself. You yeah, know I mean? hence hence why I even got the the podcast because uh, <laughs> we need an outlet. You know, yeah. I mean, I, like me, I need an outlet. Like, uh, that's the one thing where I was like, "Fuck, man!" You know, I, I don't know what to do. You know, right? Like, it's like it's like a thirteen year old who just discovered, you know, of course, like super <laughs> hard. Oh my god, this is awesome! You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah you for need sure. that shit. You know, for and, sure. And no, we uh, we we uh, we miss the stage. We miss the crowds. That's why some of these crowds I've been doing have been small. But I. I I try to stay away from the Zoom stuff. I tried that a couple times. It just wasn't for me. How 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 awkward is that? How awkward <laughs> and st- I would, I would say it's stupid. I would, it's, it's, stupid. stupid. No, it's, stupid. It's, it's not for me. And uh, look, and, and, and kudos. I'm not knocking any comedians to do it. Hey, that if that's your you like it, cool. It's great. I know people got to pay bills and stuff. But I'd rather be stuck on the 405 talking to myself, <laughs> making myself laugh to do fucking Zoom. That's how I much I can't stand. You know that what? Shit. Uh, oh, thank you for doing my show too, man. Um, uh, a couple weeks or like last month, uh, we oh had yeah, my, we did my... we did this really fun stream. Um, Life. Now that's different. It was Zoom different because yeah. we had a couple people in the audience, and you know what? Um, it was fun, you guys. So be on the lookout for that. We were just, you know, anything to support each other as friends, and we had a good time doing it. And it just, it was very therapeutic. It was cool. But yeah, I don't do Zoom. I don't do anything where I just have to. Look like at a, I guess it's it's more when you do the Zoom to me you're auditioning. Some no, some people are really good at and they're it. great I, at you know it. you know who's great. Really, Greg Greg Wilson man he's amazing. Oh, Greg's Zoom, great. Man. Yeah, he's just like boom. He's he's, he's in my fantasy football he's league too. Perfect, you know, <laughs> he's perfect but, for that. But I guess it, it takes another type of muscle. It's a different kind of muscle. Yeah. And listen, I have that muscle too, but I prefer to do a live audience. That's what I'm trying to tell everybody. Well, to me, I need action in order to react. Of course. So that's, that's... That's what we do. That's what, we, that's what we're about. But no, I definitely try to stay away from those. I've been offered some, some decent money on some of those shows too. But you know, I was like, you know what? I'll just... I waited out and now I'm starting to get work again. So I'm like, cool. But no, no, no Zoom for me. Now you came, you came from Sacramento, right? No, I'm, I'm, uh, I was born and raised in Modesto. Modesto. Yeah, Which Modesto. is right next to in that area, right? It's, it's about... Around, right? I'm, I'm 45, 45 minutes to an hour south of, of that area. Mm. Mm-hmm. We're having beers, by the way. Just yeah, so we are. We're drinking. This, you come <laughs> uh, to my house, you have to drink. All right. So, you've been doing comedy for how long? It'll be, um, let's see. Uh, let's see. 2007. Hold on. Are you seriously counting that yes, long? Yes, I am. I'm okay, gonna hold on. Fucking, 2007, 2007. I'm going to have to edit this whole time 19, you fucking counted. Uh, tw- 23 years. Damn it, dude. It was April. April. So, I had to skip a year. <laughs> this year has been weird because we stopped working in March. Yeah. So, you know, realistically... According to the government. But no, uh, April would have been 23 years. So let's just say 22 years. When did you feel that you started actually becoming a comic? You know, I've told this many times to a lot of people, George. I didn't want to be a com- comedian. Uh, comedy chose me. Uh, comedy seems to pick people sometimes. That is the most corniest thing I've ever heard <laughs> It's in my very corny, life. but you true. I didn't corny. want to do this, man. I mean, it just... Uh, it chose me. It chose, chose me. me. Hey, Manny. No. <laughs> my friends were always... Uh, that's fucking. My friends, so you're corny stupid. As fuck. They're so fucking clowny. No, um, no. You know what? Uh, I always wanted to do. I think a comedy was always around me, dude. I think growing up, uh, watching. Uh, I remember when we first got our first VCR when I was a kid. The first movie we went to go rent at the video store was. Explain uh, what smoke. a VCR is to the millennials. Oh shit, VCR. <laughs> shit, I forgot. We got a younger audience sometimes. It was like a, a giant VCR cassette tape. Weighs about thirty-five video. pounds. <laughs> All right, so anyways... Like so, no, uh, my, our first um, video, uh, we used to rent videos from stores back then. Uh-huh. And uh, it was, uh, we went to go rent uh, Up in Smoke by Cheech and Chong. 
And I, and I remember just while I was watching comedy with my parents, uh, my parents are big Richard Pryor fans, Paul Rodriguez fans, Roddy Dangerfield, yeah. Sam Kinison. I grew up on all those guys. And I think comedy was just around me the whole time, and I just loved it. Uh, I remember when I was a teenager, uh, when I used to work at a department store, every Friday night I'd come home and watch uh, Def Comedy Jam religiously at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> and and I always thought Martin Martin Lawrence to this day is is the funniest host mm. ever on. Uh, I think he was he yeah, he so was good. the goat he was the goat he's of, the goat of, for me uh, when it comes to hosting and, and he was just so funny so I just I really got addicted to black to black uh, comedy and I used to watch BET and all that stuff and I just love it man I just love I just love performing and uh, it's a gift man it's a gift and we have to use it. How long did you? How long did it take you to actually say, okay, this is what I want to do? Oh, okay, yeah. So it took me about... Because uh, when I, you start yeah, off... Yeah, when you start off, you just start off. You're just bullshitting. Yeah, just bullshitting. It's like I tell everybody, I was very cheerleaderish. Yeah. The first year and a half. Let's have a drink. Dude, I was... <laughs> I was very... I was like... I was just talking to, to Hefty. He did my first podcast. Uh-huh. And uh, we were off the air. We were just talking about how, how you know, before you just had... You were just a cheerleader, like, hey, give it up for this person and yeah. give it up for that person. Yeah, it was a bunch of give ups. I remember, I remember, it was like, give it up for the menu. I was like, God damn. And then next thing I know, I'm walking out going, I just did half an hour. No, motherfucker, you did you 10 just, minutes. You, did, you just, all you did was a bunch of infomercials and, and announcements. Yeah. But I really. Make enjoyed, sure you tip the waiter. And make sure you tip the waiter. I remember all that stuff. And I remember, I remember, George, I started out uh, doing uh, bar shows a lot. I was uh, opening up for a cover band. Which band? It was, uh, I don't remember them, but they were a cover band in Modesto at a place called Sidelines, Sidelines Bar and Grill. It was rough, man. It was kind of like, the vibe was like that movie Roadhouse. It was just a bunch of rough ass people. Roadhouse. Like Roadhouse. <laughs> you know, we didn't have Dalton working the fucking door, but it, it was rough, man. We had a lot of people just, uh, just a lot of uh, knuckleheads going there. And the last thing they wanted was to hear jokes. You know, they're like, fucking put on the band. Yeah, dude, that was But right. you know what, man? That, that helped me get strong. On stage and and I and I loved how I came up through those ranks. And well, those are the things that actually build the scab. Oh yeah, you know what I mean to make you strong enough to to know when you suck or when something you said didn't work out or when it did work out. Because if you go up there and everything's just great, 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 and you don't experience like the bullshit gigs, yeah, the gigs that you're like, why the fuck am I here? Yep. And, and hold on, I mean, I have to pay to go up on stage, all that bullshit. If you yeah, don't, man. If you don't we, do that. Because, you know, I'm out here in L.A., they have these things called open mics. We didn't have that where I was from. Basically, yeah. we worked the bars. The good thing is that even though they weren't paying attention, we had a crowd at least. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We always had a crowd. Um, and kudos to all those people that do open mics. That was never my thing. I didn't know anything about open mics until I moved out here. Yeah, I got a lot of shit because of that. I got a lot of shit because I would do the open mics mm-hmm. the first mm-hmm. two, three years, but then after that, I, I chose not to. And there's nothing wrong with that because to I me, it's like kind of get into yeah. Because to me, it's like there's it's just a bunch of other comics going ha ha. You get a little <laughs> chuck on the back. Ha ha. That was funny, man. Good and set. That's good set. I'm you like, were outside smoking, you, you asshole. Were, what are you doing? Yeah, good set. I'm like, bitch, you weren't even listening. Who cares if you were? I'm just trying to talk. What was um, what was your first big gig that you're like shit this oh my, my first awesome. i remember that like it was yesterday because it was funny i was doing stand-up for about a year and they had a contest on bet um saying if you think you're funny submit a three-minute tape uh-huh and good thing because i only had about four minutes of material <laughs> so i submitted my three-minute tape and i and i got on bet and within my first year of comedy really and i filmed it out here at the normandy casino and uh out here in la and gary owen was the host Oh, no. And I was like, you might as well just give me a sitcom now. I'm already... <laughs> you walked out feeling like Martin Oh, I was Lawrence. feeling like a champ, man. Because, you know, I had three minutes of material. And it was great, man. I, I was on a big high because I'm from a small town. Um, Modesto, California. 
and just me just you know coming and already doing having a tv credit and it was and it led to other things too i got to do uh there were some people from new york that were at the show and i got to do a, a new york comedy festival so that was great man so I, me and my four or five minutes i got to go to new york that same year and just just that was like my first big thing i, I thought comedy was simple i was like just give me the sitcom now but no <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. Well, were you wrong? Were I was wrong? so wrong. I was so wrong. But it was uh, that was like a really big deal. And they had they had a I remember they had a they they had a contest like if you think you're funny, mail in a tape uh, to BET, and I did, and they they picked me, and it was great. One of the um, one of the founders, which now I won't even say founder because it's not the <laughs> word I'm looking for. I would say one of the people that we owe for Latino comedy, uh-huh. you know, Latin comedy. And I hate giving it titles like that, but the fact is it is. You know, is you had like Freddie yes. Prince. Yeah, of course. Um, who was one of the, the originators or whatever, you know, because, you know, black comedy is black comedy, Latin comedy is Latin comedy. But one of the originators that you got is, oh, what are you, what are you doing running through your albums? Oh, you got a Freddie Prince album? Yeah, man. Um, Manny Maldonado has this, uh, we're at his place, right? And he, oh shit, I can't believe I have it. Um, <laughs> that's pretty cool or what dude you have this on vinyl this is awesome uh, <laughs> we're, we're at Manny's apartment complex and he has an old 70s uh, record player really sick but uh, he has a record collection and he just showed trying me trying to, try to come up remember yeah, I, I was you showed me the, uh, Freddie Prince's album the, the yeah I got, I, got, I got Freddie Prince looking good yeah man so I got yeah. Freddie Prince um, Richard Pryor Richard Pryor of course I gotta read it they can't see it are thanks. you serious <laughs> are you serious by Richard Pryor and then uh how about that one? George Burns, dude. George Burns in Nashville. That's a hard album to find, dude. And then, obviously... Oh, shit. Big Babaloo. Yeah. And then, this is from the movie Lenny at uh, Dustin Hoffman. Uh, Dustin Hoffman. Lenny yeah. Bruce. So, I'm uh, going to start my collection. Uh, I don't That's have a record collection like you, but I'm trying. Yeah, well, I, I'm a DJ. So, <laughs> You're a DJ. so uh, go ahead, continue. So, anyways, like, um, Paul Rodriguez, yeah. which is uh, what I was trying to establish. Like, you... I consider him one of the, I won't say originators, but he paid Definitely his dues, especially like at the comedy store with Mincy Shore during Definitely that time and that stuff. He's a pioneer for people, right? Mm-hmm. You've had the chance to work with him. I've, I've worked with him a little bit, but you did get to go on tour with him, right? For a while. Yes. I'm, you know, I'm part of the Latin Kings of Comedy uh, Are family. you part of it? Are you an opener? <laughs> don't fucking say you're, you're part of I am of part of the Latin Kings of Comedy uh, fraternity family. Uh-huh. I was blessed to, uh, I met Paul in 2003. I was opening up for him and the group War. In Sacramento. I love war, man. Oh, Lenny, and he always, uh, he always was a fan of my comedy ever since then. And then I did some other projects with him. And then in 2007, he asked me to perform on the new Latin Kings of Comedy tour with him. Who was on that? Who was on that? It lineup? was me, uh, Frank Lucero, mm. uh, Gene Pompa, <laughs> Joey Medina was always in the mix. When uh, is Joey I, Medina not in the mix? Alex Raimundo. All those guys were all were you know we're all part of the Latin Kings of Comedy tour. And, uh, you know, we, it was funny because we started in 2007. I fucking love Joey, though. Yeah, <laughs> everybody loves Joey. So we started in 2007, and we toured pretty much every year, bro, until we, we would stop for a while. We stopped a little bit in 2000, I don't know, maybe 11. Then we started back up again in 2015, 16. We'll get together once or twice a year, just as, you know, kind of like as family, uh-huh. just to do some shows here and there. But it's, uh, it's like, Paul's great. He's been very giving. He's, he's taught me it, a lot. What was it like working with him? Was he a lead or was he kind of, you know, letting just everybody flow and do their thing? He lets what? everybody do their flow and do their thing because he hosts those shows. And then, uh-huh. he, you know, he'll he'll do his time. People there still to see him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's just very, he's a very giving person. Uh, 
I mean, in my opinion, other people have opinions about him and other people, but he's always been a giving person to me. Oh, he's a very nice guy. I mean, the he, times that, I, that I've worked yeah, with him. Yeah, he's, he's cool as hell with me, and he's helped me out a lot in my career, and uh, he's just great. It's, it was just such a... I remember one time, uh, he wanted me to go work with him in, in Washington, D.C., and I did. We did a club out there, and there were so many people that went up to him when we went to go look at the Lincoln Memorial and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. There were so many people that were going up, he was signing autographs, and I was just like... This was 2017, uh-huh. I think, when we went. Everybody remembers him from a movie called DC Cab with, uh, with uh, Mr. T. And he really? filmed that there. Yeah. And it's weird. A lot of people were still remembering that. You would figure it would be born in East LA. A lot of people. He, that's what I'm saying. A lot of people don't know this. Paul's been in 71 movies. Jesus. Maybe more. Yeah. Maybe more now. Uh, Paul's been. He's a great comedic. He's just great. He's a good actor. Um, he's been in. Uh, Ali, he played Freddie Pacheco. Yeah, yeah, Freddie Pacheco. He was in Quicksilver with old school movies with, with Kevin Bacon. Uh, he's in this other movie. Remember this movie when it was uh, him, uh, Ted Danson, Whoopi Goldberg, and, and Will Smith? Uh-huh. But they're like, when they're only like a, a car lot. I forget the name of it, but he's in that movie too. He's been in so many movies, man. Yeah, he has, man. Right now that you're saying it, like totally. He's been in movies with are you Crocodile fucking... Dundee Part 2. I was like, God damn. Dude, are you writing, are you writing this bio? Like, I'm just... He's been in so many things. I've heard so many stories. He's told me so many stories. He, he's taken me under his wing. He showed me so much. That's cool, man. Yeah, what, so... what, what's the biggest thing you learned off of that? You know, you know if, I, if I had to stop kill, you right now. Kill I'm everybody like, with kindness. What? Just kill everybody with kindness. Really? In the, in the, especially in the industry that we're in. Because you never know. That one guy who isn't funny and ends up being a fucking CEO running shit or something. He says, kill everybody with kindness. He's all... He said he burned some bridges with some people that he shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. That, you know, ended up being big wigs and all that stuff. But definitely kill everybody with kindness. I, I do see that a lot in the industry with anything. Yeah. Uh, not just comedy, but... Uh, um, like, there's a lot of people who come and floss or act a certain yeah. way or act this yeah. to do that. And then all of a sudden, it's just like... They lose it. They don't know who they were fucking with or hanging out with, you know, right. and they just switch it up. It's kind of crazy. Um, yeah, so you know that. I mean, it, it goes it goes with everything else. But, yeah, doing those uh, Latin Kings of Comedy uh, shows, theater shows and all that stuff, it was just some of the funnest times of my life. Yeah. It, it's, um, I, I, I could imagine when you start doing comedy like that and you go on the road with somebody, a pioneer like that. You, you, it, it goes in your head like fuck you know what if I fuck up did were you nervous like going out oh yeah the first time, I remember or? the first time the first theater show we were doing because Paul would host the shows and he's like hey man are you gonna close out um, this show I'm like I am you know he's like yeah you just, everybody does their 15 20 minutes or whatever you're just going on last I was like okay and and I, I think we were in uh, gosh we were in, in uh, Aurora Illinois Illinois way nice. out there uh, we were <clears> in a Fox <throat> theater out there and man, I was nervous, bro. There was over, you know, over 2,000 people. And I had never seen a crowd. Well, I did. I had already done some big shows with them. But it, it was like, okay, they're there to see us. You got to come and bring the pain and rock it, you know, because mm-hmm. everybody else is killing. And it was just, but it was just that first time I was just really nervous. And then I got, you know, once I hit the stage, it was fine. But after that, I'm like, oh, I can get used to this. And I did. And then, you know, it, it was great. And uh, I remember... Thinking, man, from now on, all my shows are going to be like this. But no, nah, those are just the theater shows. Yeah, the theater shows. Because the, the they, they know you're catered for you, bro. Oh, yeah, man, they catered like, for you, man. They would take care of us, Jordan. Yeah, you, you show up and the, the audience is just ready. They're ready, waiting. man. Yeah, they would hook cool. us up after the show. We'd get some good food. And then we'd go to the bars and we'd have our, our 
our VIPs, our bottles. It was, it was like some pimp ass shit. <laughs> Loved it. Good times. Now, how old is you? Uh, you have a son. How old is he? Yeah, he's fifteen now, man. Uh, he's fifteen. What's going that? On what's that like? It's crazy, man. What's that it. like being a, a comic? And having a son. Well, look and see this picture right here. This is a recent picture of us. Um, he just went to my last comedy show. Nice, that's, that's right there. Nice. He's taller than me. He, now he's hanging out at comedy shows. That's cool. So he likes it. Um, what he, does he think of it? Is he like? He likes it. He 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 says he thinks uh it's funny because he he says I'm he finds me uh more funny when I'm on stage than off stage. I'm like yeah, son, because that's what I do. You know? Yeah, it, I call it the switch. You can't fucking the turn switch. it on. Yeah, like and just, he, he goes, he's like, that's cool, Dad. You're not always trying to be funny. Don't like, you hate that shit that oh, everybody thinks. We have to be funny at oh, all times. Oh, no, we don't. We, we, we're like normal people, you guys. We really like to just... Most of us are. Uh, George and I get along good. We, like, George, this is the first time coming to my place, and George has already helped me decorate my place already. That's because we're friends. We're normal. But he's not trying to be funny. We're just, we're just people. We're just... Yeah, a lot, of people, to... a lot of people, like, um, the biggest thing I always get is, like, you're nothing like what I thought you were doing. I'm like, what the fuck? You think they I'm going to be, be juggling? It's not like that. It's not like that at all. You you got you know where why I see that a lot with new comedians new people when you barely meet them and they're around oh, you yeah you know like did you hey, see my YouTube yeah hey bro you know like <laughs> did you see my hits yeah <laughs> it, like, it, I don't believe that shit can you like me right now can you just go like this like me yeah it's kind of fucking crazy when it comes to that like I can't stand that no I and, that's, and at the same time it's kind of like a sign of respect because they're like oh they don't they see you as somebody hey this guy's kind of done his thing right yeah 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 so they're really excited. For you to fucking see their set or, or to do the things. And I like giving advice. Even when people don't ask me, I like fucking right. giving advice. But it, it is kind of weird to to kind of what, like my friends. Yeah. You know, I, when some of my friends were, you know, my girlfriend, my perfect example, my mm-hmm. girlfriend's family, like, they, they've become very close to me, you know, mm-hmm. and I but am you like nothing. Yeah. I, I, am, I am nothing from what I am on stage. You're, you know you're what just mean? you. I'm just me. I'm George. Uh-huh. That's it. You know what I mean? So I don't know. That's why I was I was, I was kind of curious about that. Like, okay, you know, how is it now with your son being a lot older? You know, like, is he like, yo, dad, this is cool? Or he thinks guys- it's cool. He thinks it's cool. He likes the fact that because he he's he's a lot like his mom. He's very quiet and reserved. Mm-hmm. He's nothing like me, which is great. I mean, I want. I mean, he looks like me, but he his demeanor. He has his own little swag. His own little attitude, or whatever. He's just very chill. He's very calm. He's very quiet. Mm. So, unlike me, I'm, I'm a very talkative, outgoing person. I have an outgoing personality. You're just always fucking loud. You, you I'm just, just always like, loud. You're, you're loud as fuck. People, people, I remember people tell me, like, Manny, how does that voice come out of that small frame? I'm like, Manny, I don't be know. quiet. We're at church, bro. <laughs> We're at church. <laughs> Nobody knows. I just have bass. I have bass. I have no treble. It's just bass in my voice and... I don't know. I just, it just. Wait, wait. Now you're notoriously <laughs> known for uh, qué pasó, qué pasó, qué pasó, qué pasó is uh, what the no. First, do it the right way. Don't say it just <laughs> like. Qué pasó, qué pasó. Yeah, where where did that shit come out of? It came it came from fa- um from family and and going um I remember growing up a lot every um, every weekend we'd always go to a quinceañera or a wedding yeah and even though we didn't we weren't invited and if we knew somebody's name was on the list or whatever we just show up uh-huh. that's how it was. When you're from a small town like me, people just gather. Just now that that was a real COVID back then. People were having a fucking heart attack because back then <laughs> there were some serious gatherings for no fucking reasons. But you would always hear uh, uh, a lot of my Mexican people, and I would hear on the microphone. I would hear that shit all the time. Uh, people, the guy went on the mic 
Uh, he would announce. Uh, oh, was he a radio DJ type guy? No, no, he wasn't. That just, shit is hilarious. But the Mexican guys. But but you know they always try to be. Bueno, when I'm starting, the señor is New York. Yeah, they're all. Aquí hay que celebrar la la quinceañera de esta la la Diana la Diana por favor. Hay que celebrar los padrinos de las servilletas the 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 godparents of the napkins. You know what I mean? It was just because when you go to a Mexican wedding or quinceañera, there's always godparents of everything. It could be. Uh, godparents of fucking the, which the is, food, which is, which is traditional. No, it's not traditional. It's we we exaggerate shit. It's a way to have somebody else pay for something for that exactly. fucking party. Nobody wants to pay is. for shit. Uh, hey, do you want to be the padrino of napkins, of napkins, of, of, the of fucking, soda, of the soda, of the fucking, uh, what is it, um, the ramo, remember, everything. Yeah, everything. It's it, it just yeah. so many things. That everybody's about, and you, so you can have your fucking name on the thing, which is like a TV credit for those people. <laughs> <laughs> As seen at the quinceañera. As seen at Maria's quinceañera. So it's fucking crazy, man. So, yeah, I, you would always hear the the guys. I would always. I remember that as a kid. The capasol, capasol, all the time. Capasol, capasol. When did you do it the first time? I think uh, probably within my my fifth or sixth year of comedy because, and I always tell comedians this. This is just my theory. You don't really know. You don't really discover your voice till your fifth or sixth year. Yeah, six years for me. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. It's like what I mean by that, uh, comedians, is that you know what the hell you really want to talk well, about. Well, this podcast stage. is not for just comedians. I'm it's for everybody. For everybody, right? For the listeners and the comedians. All right, there you go. I, I discovered my voice my fifth or sixth. I think it was my five and a half or sixth year of comedy, and then all of a sudden, I started messing around doing characters here and there, and then I started saying "qué pasó, qué pasó" for no reason. Like if a joke wouldn't work that good, I'm like, "Oh, qué pasó, qué pasó." Uh huh. It would substitute that. They'd be like. And sometimes people didn't even know my name, but they're like, hey, there's that Kepasol guy. <laughs> so I was like, okay, cool. I'm on to something here. So that's... It that, did brand you. Huh? Like, when I met you, yeah. I knew you as, oh, Manny Maldonado, Kepasol. And it was like, I know that. I know the Kepasol, Kepasol. Yeah, I didn't know so, the name. So I would start tagging a bunch of my jokes to the Kepasol, Kepasol after the joke. So everybody started like, okay. Because every comedian that has like a... I remember watching Dev Jam. There's a guy named... That he wouldn't cuss, but he would say hamburger. Hamburger. That's his kipasol. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Well, if you think about it, everybody has their niche. Everybody has, has yeah. their niche. That that was mine. It's still part of me to this day. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's been a blessing. I like it. No, that's cool. <laughs> did, you, did you ever brand it? No, because you... What? Mean branding, like copyright and all that shit? I'm going to call this episode kipasol. What happened? Kipasol, <laughs> what happened? Copyright, bitch. <laughs> Swap it. No, um, I'm, I'm, I'm in the works for that. But look... The thing is, every, the streets know, my colleagues know, the, the comedy fraternity knows that when they say, when they think of they think of me. That's good. That's actually, that's actually the best way to do it. I mean, that you left the, your mark no matter what. That's my mark no matter what. My whole goal in life is to fucking leave my mark. Is to, to be something, to, to, to just, you know, if I die tomorrow, like, I want to be able to No, but see, it's funny. It's funny for the listeners who don't know. Um, when I think of Cooch, I, every time I go to Vegas, I, I just think of you no matter what because I always think... <laughs> Of the you know George's Vegas awesome. joke, yeah, your Vegas jokes. No matter what, it's like that's you. That's inbreded in my head and in my soul. Every time I go on the fifteen, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, I'll go. be, dude. I, Here's no, the weekend. No lie, dude. I'll be, I'll be uh, at a comedy club. Mm-hmm. Or I'll be performing, and and I have people come down and be like, why didn't you do the Vegas joke? I'm like, because that shit's. It's old. Fucking ten years old, and they're it like, I don't matter. care. I brought my family to come see it, and I had a lady get mad at me one time. I get it, man. Because sometimes I'll get these. Um, Pre-COVID, <laughs> when I get the uh, people come up to me, like, hey, how come you didn't do Fruity Pebbles and all these, what, other, all these other jokes? I'm like, if you would have came up to me before the show, got probably you. would have done it. I probably yeah. would have done it. But usually, uh, the jokes that are in the archives, they stay in the archives. That's what, You know what? Like, I put it on the album, on the comedy album. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, like 
when somebody goes, hey, what are you going to do the Vegas joke? I'm like, buy the album. <laughs> buy the album. Go. There it's it is. right there. There it is. Right there's there, there's your marketing plan. You know what I mean? That's what you got to do. I mean, it's, it's, it's cool because, look, George, is, George has been doing comedy a long time. I have now. You don't. But now I'm considered an OG, which is fine. Once you're 20 years in, don't you don't you trip out when somebody tells you that? You I don't mind it now. At first I was like, oh shit. Yeah, at first like, I was like ah! somebody told me. <laughs> that's Dude. what I said. I just went, ah, <laughs> shit, you not. That's how I felt, bro. That's how I felt. Ah! <laughs> no, no reaction. Just the sound just went. That's all I said. Dude, I shit you not, man. The first time somebody said, dude, it's like, you're one of the OGs. And I was like, OGs are what? He goes, yeah, you know, you know, like one of the OGs. <laughs> you know, one of the OGs. And I fucking turned around and I go like, dude, are you serious? Like, I, I started, like, I went to the bathroom. I looked at my face. I'm like, how old am I? Like, you know, because when I think of OGs, like for me, my OGs would be, you know, Gilbert Esquivel, yeah, Gilbert, Rudy Moreno, Rudy Moreno. Uh, Carlos Oscar, guys like that, guys that I know. From the Que Locos days when I first started, mm-hmm. you know, Mike Robles, all them dudes, those are all OGs for me. And now I see these younger cats come up to me, oh man, you're OG, man. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit, I am. I am. But now, at first I was kind of at an odds. I embrace respect, it now. Though. It's a sign of respect of that they know you paid your dues yeah, and worked so, your ass off and whatnot. So now, so now I'm like, okay, I'm cool with it. So you're cool with it. I'm cool with it. Yeah, at first it was fucking my head for a little bit. You live by the beach now, bro. I live You're by the good, beach now. What the know? fuck am I going to complain for? Because this is, you guys, listeners, I live by the beach, so I can never complain. Even if I'm having a, a depressive day with it, I just look at the beach and I'm good. And the same thing goes for you. You know how it is. <laughs> you don't got to tell people where I live. I don't no, care. you don't have to tell you where you live, but you live by the beach. Just like me. What just is a different it? kind of beach. What is, it? what is it about us that as soon as we get good credit, we move by the beach? You have to, man. Because look, you guys, when you get to this level... You want to be around positive vibes and positive vibes. People, look. That's a for sure. That's 100. Here's the thing. People can post shit all day on Instagram going, it is what it is. I know how it, all these little <laughs> fucking inspirational quotes. But if you don't, I live by inspirational quotes. Yeah. I don't need to put shit out there. That's true. Every day, the fucking inspiration is out there, out here. Look, as you can see, look at the view right here. We got beautiful people walking around, uh, puppies, people walking their dogs. <laughs> you know you live in a good neighborhood. If the the puppies takes, are skipping, if bro. The, <laughs> if the, if the puppies are skipping, and if the dog takes a shit, they have a bag to pick up the shit. So that's when you know, look, I don't need to put inspirational quotes or none of that shit. Because right here is my inspirational quotes. I worked hard for it. So did you. So that's how we do it. So for all you people that are putting all these quotes, oh my God, I love the sun. I love the sky. You know, all this other bullshit. And then two weeks later, you're in a fucking, you're in a fucking, you're getting faded or drunk. Like, yeah, my time right now. Whatever the hell you're doing. Stop front. Stop front. Stop fucking front, man. I'm serious. <laughs> but, you know, we, we live, you know, there's a lot, what's that saying? Uh, ain't nothing to it but to do it. And that's yeah, what we're doing yeah, right now. You're like, fucking go, you want to go get it. You go, go, it. go fucking get it, man. That's it. Um, I was going to ask you about this. How many, <laughs> we've been to different states together on tour. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and you did see me like when I was starting and everything like that. The difference, yeah. I mean, I've matured in, in yeah. comedy. We've been to Arizona. We went to Arizona. I think the the temperature was infinity, infinity and beyond. And we went to we went to go perform at Yuma, Arizona. Yuma, Arizona. Cocoa Did you do Cocoa Bar Casino? We did Cocoa Bar Casino together, and it was just on fire. We've done something else though. I know we've done other places. Like so, we went to go uh, uh, just two years ago. Well, we work we work together when we can here and there. But two years ago, we went to go perform. Um, we did two shows. We did uh, Merced Theater, and then we went to go Vi- to Visalia Theater. Visalia, bro. Well, check this out, listeners. All right. This, we're hanging out. We're hanging out. This, all right. By the way, this is not a bullshit this is, story. This is real shit. This is a real story, okay? And let me just tell you right now, because you guys won't even believe this. Hold on. Start talking. Let me go get a refill of beer. Yeah, get a refill of beer. Uh, 
The end of the story is I got hit by a car. I didn't get hit by a car. I got ran over by a <laughs> fucking car. Because of Manny Maldonado and fucking Kabir. It's their fault. Kabir's side. You pieces of shit. I got run over because of you guys. So I'm going to uh, let uh, Manny explain. And then you I'll put the, career, the, 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 correct, uh, the correct story together. All right, guys? So uh, wait for this. All right. So Manny went to go get another round of beers. Cheers, bro. There no, get no, it. Right. There, there we go. go. That way ah. they can hear it. Special effects right there, bro. So. Hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Damn it. All right. Uh, <laughs> we're just we're just watching TV and and doing a podcast at the same yeah, time. Exactly. <laughs> Still getting paid, son. Um, All good. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> so we're in, we're on tour. We went to Visalia and so we had to go to these Modesto, tour, right? It was oh. it was the Central Valley. Uh, a couple of tour dates we had to do, and I'm from the Central Valley, so it was fine. So I get to hook up with. Obviously, my boy George right here and my boy Kabir Singh, funny guy. Mm-hmm. And another up-and-coming comedian from, from my area, her name is uh, Gloria Magana. She was Gloria Magana, yeah, she's awesome. So we had to go do a show in, Mer- in Merced on the Friday night. Uh, at the Fox Theater. At the Fox Theater, yeah. yeah. And then, at Merced Theater. I think it was, it was, I think it was called the Fox as well. Yeah, so we did it. I remember it was July, too, because I had a family reunion out there. Fucking dick. It was hot as fuck. Yeah. So I did, we did those two nights. So we do... Uh, Merced and then Visalia, respectively, on Saturday night. Shout out to our boy Leonard, Leonard Velasquez. My doing, boy Leonard, man, I doing, love that. Doing dude. shows out there forever. Perico Productions. Perico Productions. So we go do our show, you guys. And I'll, take, I'll start off. I'll start off the, sh- the story like this. Great show. Everybody's, um, we're three headliners, uh, myself. You're not going to let that go, the headliner thing. <laughs> no, I have a tattoo, a headliner on my back. Yo, so, let me tell, no, let me tell, <laughs> tell that, that story. Tell that story, quick story. Okay. This was my first one where I got to, uh, they brought me in as the headline act for the fucking, for that particular city in that particular theater, right? And I was all excited, right? So, every, you know, Kabir is fucking beast, beast man. Mode. Kabir sign Kabir, is Kabir a Singh. beast. Kabir yeah, Kabir Singh. Uh, Singh. Uh, Manny Maldonado, beast, right? We're all beasts on the show. And the clothing act was supposed to be yours truly. <laughs> Another Cruz, beast, right? And and I was all excited, I was like, dude, okay, cool. You know, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna say. Usually, you'll hear, all right, guys, welcome your opening act. Boom, boom, boom. You know, they'll be like, you're. If it's a headline show, all headliners, it's cool. We had a guest spot, right? Then we have like Lil Rob. Somebody showed we up in the guest spot. We did. I think we had we had somebody. But long story I short, who? But yeah, we did have we did have a guest spot. Long story short, like Manny has a problem <laughs> with not being introduced as a headliner. It <laughs> fucking bugs the shit out of him. <laughs> Nonetheless, if you ask him the host, he'll punch you in the fucking face. All right, that's just Manny. Why the fuck are you like that, bro? I, I'm I'm actually over that now. I got over it after that show. After that particular show, I, really? I, I, I did. So ruin my fucking night. And, and I didn't ruin your night, Liz. I just like to be called. You know, if, if it's a three headliner show, it wasn't. Address me as the other headliner. That's all. There's nothing wrong Christ, with that. Man. Don't the be just fuck going. Is wrong with you, don't be going extra headliner. No, just fucking make sure no. there's a head and a so, liner with my name on so, it. So, you know, uh, Gloria would walk up. She was hosting and she goes, oh, she yeah. tells everybody, you know, and she tells Kabir, hey, uh, how do you want me to headline? And Kabir's like, I don't give a f-. You know, no, how do you want me to introduce you? Because and, and he, he doesn't care. And like, I care. Kabir's usually drunk and just like, I, I don't give a, a shit. fuck. He's, he's, he's drinking all the time. He's, he's on his fifth funny. round of whiskey. He's on, his, he's on his fifth round of whiskey at one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> the point is, is like, I like to be introduced and, and as fucking, a headliner. So, so Manny, uh, so Manny. <laughs> Manny is like in this mode. He's all like, "Look, man, I don't care how you bring me up. 
as long as you say your next headliner. And, and what she like, say? And she your fucking next comic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Here we go. And I'm like fucking pissed at Manny, going like, you can't have, you can't let me fucking be the headliner of the show. No, you fucking have to be the the thing. You can't. If give we're me all headliners, we all be called headliners. <laughs> And, and and I don't have a problem with you being called a headliner because well, you are. Anyways, anyways, all right. But th- I just wanted to address that you're an asshole for that particular thing. Right? Yes, but, I am. But right. here's the thing. Okay, so so the night goes well. All the headliners do their time. Murder that shit. Let it go, bro. No, all all the headliners and the opener, Manny Maldonado, <laughs> me, moi. Uh, we all great show. Everybody kills it, rocks it. Awesome crowd. And we, you know, we hang out at the bar. Um, there's a, like a bar club. I, I knew, I know somebody that works at the club. We remember we went to go hang out there. Had yeah, some we, drinks, went to, we went had some good drinks and just, just a fun evening. We, we met some cool people. We, we some started cool hanging people, out. Cool people from the show. Yeah, they, they ended up buying us drinks. They were nice people. Great. So it's, it's, uh, you know, Kabir, George, and I were all just hanging out. Well, here's how it started. It started off with us being invited over there, and then we go to this club, but. People were like kind of they were they were having a good time with us. They yeah. had a good time at the show. Yeah. We did all the meet and greet, and everybody was inviting us to the club and da 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 da. Mm-hmm. So you know, let's do this, let's do this, and and let's go to you know this club and that club, and we'll buy you drinks. Usually, when you're at a show, we were very blessed where they got us some drinks after. Yeah, this usually comes I never with... I never paid for anything. No, we we didn't, we, and we were lucky that we were like, hey, no, we want to pay for you guys. We're like, okay, cool. Now, they were nice people, and so you know we we ended up there having some drinks and we were, had a good time. We were in a balcony, and we literally well, you mm. and fucking Kabir yeah got drunk as fuck. Yeah, we were drinking that. I, I was mixing my crown and my crown and coke and so I some shots of tequila. I had play, a good time. I had to play mother duck, <laughs> and I'm here fucking just making sure everybody's all right. Not He's making sure that we're all fine. You know, P's and Q's. Everybody's cool. You know, whatever. And then all of a sudden, these fools talk about how they're hungry and they want to go get tacos. <laughs> now, so so we, <laughs> so you know when you're drinking with your friends, you want to get your grub on afterwards, and and everything's walking distance, which was great. everything is walking distance. But the problem with this particular city is they're all one way streets. One way streets. Yeah. It's all one way streets. <laughs> Right, so, so we're walking to this fucking taco shop that's like four or five blocks away, guys, and we're walking the whole way, and but close to our hotel. Yeah, but I'm keeping behind Manny. I'm like behind him at all times, and behind him and Kabir. They're so drunk, they're hugging each other, <laughs> going side to side, and I'm staying behind them because I'm like, dude, we got to be careful. They were crossing the streets, not giving a fuck about red lights or anything like that, so I'm making sure, right? I have no recollection of this. This is him talking, but yes. <laughs> so we finally get to that damn taco shop. We're in the street, like, on the opposite side of the street, mm-hmm. and these guys just crossed. Even though it was a green light and there was a couple cars passing by, I tell it's a it's a one-way street, and I, and I tell... And I tell them, hey, be careful, right? So I'm, I'm behind them making sure that everybody fucking crosses the street. And right at that moment, I, uh, on the sidewalk, right? They, they, they made it on top of the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. There was a truck parked, a big-ass fucking truck, a Ford truck, old one, yeah, yeah. with a cab in it. It was parked. Well, I pushed these fools away, and mm-hmm. the fucking car goes back. It, it, it didn't see him. It didn't, yeah, it didn't, it didn't because of the cab. Right, it didn't see you at all because there was a there was a the cab right in front of you, and all I hear was like, all I hear, you're like, what the fuck? I just go, what the fuck? That's all I hear. For like literally for about, I don't know what do you say about four or five feet. Yeah. The fucking car goes all the way back. It's pulling away from the corner, but yeah. it's moving back. 
I fucking am holding to a bumper <laughs> under the fucking car. Under the fucking car. I'm being pulled under the bumper, holding holding onto the bumper for my fucking dear life, getting burned by the damn muffler under the fucking yeah, truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get up and I'm just I look like I just went through war. This happened within a matter of 10, 15 seconds, right? Yeah, yeah, like it fast. was just really fast. And I fucking get up and I'm like, what the fuck? And I start knocking on the person's passenger door. Yeah. And it was these two drunk guys. They were completely just plastered. Gone. They were done. And I bang their window and they roll the window and they're like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> and I go, you piece of, you know, I start yeah. cussing at them and everything. I go, you guys just hit me. And they're like, we didn't hit you. There's no car here. And I go, you fucking hit me. Look at my clothes. Look yeah. at me. And I'm like, it's covered. Just. Yeah, done and then these fools come out of the taco shop going like hey bro where'd you go what do you want to order and i'm all full of blood and all this stuff and i'm like dude i just got hit by a fucking car he was an absolute mess and i came out dude i looked like like dude oh, you got ran over yeah i looked like I ran over. <laughs> there was a tire track on me and all this stuff dude so, so obviously that wasn't a good look and manny loses his mind manny loses his mind and um and starts almost fighting with the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fucking hit my boy. Da, 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 da. <laughs> That's just that drunk alcohol talking. And I could hear Kabir. And the funniest part. I could, well, it's funny now that I think yeah, about it's funny it. funny now. <laughs> fucking Kabir's yelling at him. You piece of shit. He's my ride. <laughs> like, what a fucking dick. <laughs> He's my ride. Oh, hello. I'm like, oh, my God. But, yeah, that really fucking happened. You, you, I suck because your pants. Yeah, for the listeners don't, don't know. He had $300 pants that night. <laughs> By the time that I was, got, it was 150, I was, <laughs> I was so pissed off about the fucking pants. I'm like, you piece of shit, motherfucker! Like I was so mad, man. It's crazy, man. You know, you save your money to be on stage. You want to wear something. You want to look nice, look all debonair. It was bad, man. It was so like, and then I ended up, I, I ended up having to cancel the show after. I was yeah, because be, you know, and, and you guys, he was really. I mean, at first, you know, ah, fuck, you'll get over it. But he was really hurt. He got injured. Yeah, I got messed up. He yeah. got messed up, and uh, and I decided not go to the hospital. Remember, and I'm like, yeah. now I regret it. Now I regret it because I could have sued the shit out of that dude, man. But but I didn't. You know, like I did end up. We ended up uh, having a little out of settlement thing, but yeah, but yeah, we, we could have. My lawyer said, "Dude, you could have gotten this guy owns the restaurant." I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "But you know, but but it is what it is." But I mean, that's what's cool about comedy. You know, you you come in through into some encounters sometimes. That's not some, an encounter. That's a fucking run over, dog. It was a hit and run. It was a hit and run <laughs> that night. The guy offered me money too. Remember, like, yeah, yeah, like what, he, he he was like he was when faded. I told him, I go, "Dude, you fucking hit me, bro." And he's all like, oh, no, 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 it's okay. And I'm like, it's, it's not, not okay. fucking okay. The fact, that's what made it even funnier. He's like, it's okay? I'm like, no, bitch, it's not. How can okay come out of your mouth when you ran me over? He fucking, and then he goes, dude, I'll give you some money. And pulls out a 20. <laughs> I mean, he must Like, have, I'm going to go, thank you, man. Like, thank oh, you for the $20. Those are, those are fun times, man. But that's, that's what, uh, I guess that that's comes with comedy. Sometimes. Yeah, the, the next day, Kabir had a show, I think, in, I want to say Sacramento, man. And, um, yeah, up north. Yeah, and I was supposed to be... That's right. <laughs> I was supposed to be closing out that show, and uh, and I had to cancel because my back was, like, done, and yeah, I went to hurt. the hospital. You were hurt because you, out. you were blowing me up the next morning. They you're said right. I, I strained my, my, my ribs uh-huh. or something like that. They're like, yeah, you're... you're Probably broke them or whatever, but... <laughs> it was bad, bro, It was man. bad, man. It was a mess. Yeah, but shit happens like that. But you, those are the kind of things. Those, are, who the fuck are road stories with that? That's not a road story. That's this a, is real life. That's some real shitty life shit. fucking moment right there, dude. Real life shit hanging out in Visalia after the show trying to get some tacos. Yeah, so be careful, guys. The the, the moral of the story is. 
Look both ways. Look both ways at all times. <laughs> exactly, bro. And and no, but look, we've done many a shows, but those that that night did stand out like crazy because, yeah, I mean, it, it came to a screeching halt, but you got ran over. Dude, imagine not. Well, I'm, I think about <laughs> it. I, I do think about it because what if that guy would have like, not if, if it would have been worse, could have been worse. You know what I mean? Could have been a lot worse. Like it was, yeah. I, I just, dude, I just thank God, thank, thank God, nothing happened. That it was that bad. I was just really bumped up, and that was it. But thank God, I had lost weight and I fit under the car. That was awesome. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. But you know, I mean, that's how it is. Uh, sometimes the the road always uh, brings out adventures. Yeah, that was one of them. I remember I came back uh, from that particular show, mm-hmm. you know, for those, from those two concert days at mm-hmm. the, the show. And my friends were all like, you know, like my neighbors in my neighborhood, they were like, man, so how'd your, how'd your road work go this weekend? And I was like, I don't want to talk about it. Don't say road me right now. Don't say <laughs> don't, road and work Don't say road. Time. Don't say. Yeah. <laughs> just, I, oh, don't say the road at all. I could not believe that happened. So man. let me ask you this. So what how, how does it feel? You know, being alive? No, of course, being alive is great. But <laughs> how does it feel? Um, how are you doing uh, considering that? Because, you know, like I said, you were pretty much a world traveler. Mm-hmm. And and now just the adjustment and all that stuff. Well, I can I don't know, man. I think. Um, How long did it take? Did that take you to set in to say, okay, man, this ain't that? Because for the listeners who don't know, uh, George was going out. Hell, I remember we still keep in touch all the time. But I'm he, always out of the country. He, you know, he was always out of the country. But sometimes George would only be in town like once, two, three days. Once, yeah. maybe three, four days. Yeah. And then the rest of the time he's gone, um, you know, for the whole month. So how, how's that just been? It's, it's been, you know what, dude, it didn't really hit until like about three months in. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, yo, because you stopped like me in, in March. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. my last show, I was at Jimmy Kimmel during the weekend. Remember? Oh, that's right. That's I was doing right. the Jimmy Kimmel club in Las Vegas, uh, for the whole weekend. That was we, in March, right? Yeah. In March. And yeah. I, in we only did the Friday shows. That's it. And then my, my last Sunday. normal show was uh, Caps in Northern California. Yeah, you were in Caps. Yeah. And um, pretty much I stayed in Vegas in my room when the city shut down. Because it was down. like the next day it shut down. And my boy Flip was out there. He was working at the Laugh Factory uh-huh. that same weekend when you were at Kimmel. I didn't, I, didn't, um, I didn't change my flight because I was just like, you know what, dude? I'm just going to stay here. And, I, stay and usually, you know, when it yeah. comes to Vegas, like, I'll go somewhere else. I'll mm-hmm. go hang out with Gabe and, and Tina. We have a, good, we have a friend there. out there, you guys, Gabe Lopez, they who has a very successful there. show uh, called The Dirty at 1230 for many years now. And he's, he's our brother. And I just, I, I literally just stayed in my place, man, in, in, my, in my hotel room. And, and I was like, everyone was scared. You didn't know what was going on. You didn't know, you didn't know what the hell it was just, going on. It was kind of weird. And then after that, like, you know, obviously, like, me and my girlfriend, dude, mm-hmm. I've been staying staying with her mostly because, like, we just figured, like, hey, I'm always on, on the road. Yeah. And this is hopefully, hope, knock on wood, mm-hmm. this will never happen again. So let's yeah. just take advantage and we kind of... Just because, look, here's, here's the thing, you guys. We don't think... I, I personally don't think they're going to find a cure for this. They will. And me, I'm just saying, let me talk. Right. <laughs> let me headline this me episode. Headline. <laughs> no, uh, I feel they're not going to find... It's just one of the things we're going to have to learn to live with. You think so? I think so. And that's okay. And we could live with it. I mean, look, we could, you know, when they, you know, uh, unfortunately when AIDS came out, like people, we live with that, you know, and, and things like that. So look, this is all new to us, but we but need the, to do better society. There, there's a difference between learning to live with something and fucking being ignorant, stupid. Yeah. And being ignorant yeah. and stupid. You yeah. know, the fact is 
But that goes that goes back with to leadership, though. Exactly. Right? Yeah, the power have good leadership. I'm not going to get political right now. We don't but... need to. I mean, we will common sense. No. Yeah. We have we have the guy that's running the country used to have a reality show. Enough yeah. Said. Don't, don't tell me. You know. You look at the. You know, you know, have you seen how good we're doing economically? Dude? And that's cool and all, but it has nothing to do with that. But to me, I don't believe that because guess what? How many people are working? I know yeah. I'm not working right now. I'm not know? working. Uh, so, and, I'm, and I'm living great. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know what, what, what it has done for me, though? You know how when you're, when you're this busy and you're mm-hmm. working that much, mm-hmm. you always have these projects that you want to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, hence the podcast. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I've given myself that time now to, to like do those projects and actually follow it. Don't just fucking say, Hey, I'm going to do this right. and not do it. So if anything, right now that we have a little bit of time, if you wanted to do that, whatever you wanted to do, whatever you, you wanted to pursue, then fucking do it, do it or else don't talk about it. No yes. Way. Cause see, like, honestly, I've, I've, Obviously, I haven't seen in a while. I've, I've lost weight. I like to work out. Yeah. You're looking great. I, I, I try to, you know, and cause you know what? I, I was like, Oh, I have time now. During because when we're on the road, we're we're, we're just we're yeah. drinking, having a good time, just eating at nighttime, good times. During COVID, I yeah. released the album, the mm-hmm. comedy album. Yeah, um, I released the line of cigars. There we go. I released my podcast. Congratulations, congratulations on that, man. Thanks, man. But yeah. but it's those are things that I that I always wanted to. Yeah, but you have more time now to yeah. to address those. Things. So I was able to to dedicate myself to it and go. Okay, this is what's going to happen. I did the research, and you always do the research and whatnot, and you work on it, and you. When I'm out of the country, like I'd be at the, you know, at a tobacco field, like okay, I want this type of tobacco. Right. I finally pulled. And you're a big connoisseur so. of cigars because you love cigars, so you yeah. know the what what you like and what what kind of stuff you want to implement on your product. Mm-hmm. And people, I've gotten a little shit talk, you know, mm-hmm. like who the fuck does he who cares? do that? It's your thing. It's your passion. It's like this is a shit. It has nothing to do with my career. It has whatever, to do with your career. This is what this is like. Okay, like for me, a lot of the listeners don't know this. I'm a big. Um, I like to collect toys. You don't see any toys here, but after the show, I'm going to show uh, George some some rare toys. No, I have well, here. you have you and me have something in common. We're both big Star Wars fans. Oh, I'm a big Star Wars fan. Yeah, like you you were in my office the other day. Yeah, and you, you had some cool, you had some cool Star Wars stuff, and I I have to where where I'm from is how I come because George Lucas, born and raised in Modesto, he's a pride of Modesto. That's uh, nice. well, that's all we know <laughs> cool. out there. Cool. So look, I think for you putting out your product like that is just amazing. And it's just a beautiful thing. So, to all the haters, go fuck yourself. You got a problem with that? Go fuck yourself. At least he's doing something. All you guys, a lot of people are just posting shit like, oh, putting one year ago, you were on stage. But you know what? At least you're doing some shit that you love. <laughs> exactly, man. Well, I'm going to leave it on that, man. Let's on that. What do you think to be continued. Pod- I loved you, it. What do you think of this podcast, man? I think, think it's great. I think it's great. And, and I, think, I think you should be doing them as much as you can. I, I've been lagging. I haven't done my podcast since. Since uh, since March, no, since April. But I, I'm I'm I've been I just finished doing George Perez podcast. Oh man, uh, last cool. week it was great, awesome. and and I'm I'm looking forward to getting mine started up again. So just be on the lookout. How can people uh, find you? You know, you all know the business. It's a Manny to the Max M A N M A N N Y the number two. <laughs> See, I'm drinking right now. I'm all stuttering. M A N N Y the number two. T-H-E-M-A-X. Why'd you have to make it so fucking complicated? It was so weird, huh? I was like, what's your social security number? I was like, tres, cero, siete. The most complicated fucking, what's your tag? You know, I was Manny like, fuck it. To the left, point three, to the, six, look, three. Manny to the max. Uh, you guys can find me on, on Facebook. Just look at my name, Manny Maldonado. Que paso, que paso. I love you guys. Thank you for having me, bro. This is Yeah, no, no. Thanks for doing this, man. It's cool. And I'm excited to kind of just, you know, be talking about all kind of stuff. There's some, there's some really cool people who are going to be on the cast too, man. And, and. 
as well besides you you know not not just you but but um can yeah you tell, can you tell the people what we just did because i for the i thought it was really cool what you did with that with that stream tv stuff I thought. oh great. yeah we yeah if you guys want um obviously with, with with covid going on i you could check it out right now i believe on youtube it's called stream safe tv and um the name of the show i produced a show called stream safe comedy uh with the aes crew that i work with and um yeah we pretty much did a safe Live stream live. The quality's great. The sound is great. We had funny comedians. Yeah, we had, we had uh, uh, Brian, McDaniel, Hefty, Brian McDaniel, Don Hefty, uh, Jen Murphy, Jen Murphy you, and myself, and, and it was. And a, you came in headline. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Once again, he's not gonna let that up. But yes, I did close that show. Uh, everybody's a headliner on that show, so it was it was a good time. It's just a positive. Uh, it looked great, bro. I Yo, it. man. But well, you know what? Uh, hopefully, we'll we'll probably do uh, do it again and. Uh, and let's see what happens with all this COVID thing. But uh, do us a big favor, man. If you guys like the podcast, follow it. You'll get emails on when it's coming out. Yeah, follow it, share it, all that good stuff. Yeah, you guys. tell your people about it, man. Tell your people about it. And uh, thank you guys for listening. My name is George Marlkeen, a.k.a. DJ Cooch. You guys can follow me at DJ Cooch, DJ C-O-O-C-H. Uh, I'll even post Manny there. That way, you guys are not that confused. Manny to the max, to the left, to the eight, to the seven. Uh, you know what? You should you should just change your your fucking tag to Headliner Manny. Oh, that should here we be go. it, bro. Here we go. Stop it. Stop right. it. I'll see you guys soon. Peace. Peace.